Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, ahten wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Oh my God, how fast I cannot believe it. What's up, guys? This is Asada, and I'm not just here chilling. You're actually tuned in to Gathering of the Greedos. So basically, this is a space where I'm. I, as the founder of the Soul for Chicago Book Fair, get to delve into black literary loveliness. And so um, I used to do this show back in, I think, 2018-ish, but it was just audio. But now it's also video, so I can't be having all my, uh, my pajamas sitting up in here. Anyway, I want to thank you all for tuning in because today I'm going to give you some loveliness of the Soulful Chicago Book Fair. It has been an incredible, incredible journey. We started the Soulful Chicago Book Fair about eight years ago. What? What? 2018. Um, the pandemic created a little a lapse in time and us doing the book fair. But, boy, did I need that rest. Lord, y'all don't even know I needed that rest so bad. Because um, 
I just didn't know. I didn't know how much the book fair was going to be needed, loved, celebrated, and I did not understand the work. Did not understand the magnitude when this first began. And um, but you know, I'm a child of God. I listen to what I'm told, and I do it. Right? I make sure it gets done. But today we are going to just go through this explosion of literary energy in Chicago. I even heard in New York, they're like, have you been to the book in Chicago? You got to go to the one in Chicago. I'm like, thank you, all that. So, um, and, and just to give you sort of the backdrop of the Soulful Chicago Book Fair, um, I'm from New York. You can hear the accent, <laughs> right? But in, uh, guess what was in 99? In New York, they had the Harlem Book Fair emerge, and I was a part of that, too, because back in the day, I was going to uh, open up this literary cafe. It was called Read My Mind Literary Cafe. So funny because the logo from that, the logo today for the Chicago Book Fair, but we'll get to that. But um, being in the Harlem Book Fair like that and being in the literary world, I don't know why God put me in the literary world. I didn't grow up like, oh, I got to read books every day. But there's something about the, the call to action, right? Uh, the South Chicago Book Fair is bigger than myself. All all the endeavors that I that I do and have done have been about others and the the, the emergence of others and celebration primarily of our stories. That's the main thing. I think literacy is a thing, and so you deal with you know us and us needing to be more literate. But I'm, I'm really concerned about the stories, the stories that other people tell. I don't care about that. Nobody cares what people have to say about us, right, other people. But I am concerned about our telling of our own stories, right? What, what, what do we have to say about ourselves? And creating an avenue for us to tell our own stories is very important. Yes gathering of the griot. You don't know what a griot is, it's a person who tells a story, right? Who tells a story. So gathering of the griots, that's what we're dealing with. So back in ninety nine, like I said, having been a part of the uh Harlem book here, I would say, you know, when I came and, and settled back in Chicago in two thousand fourteen, I kinda of was like and I'm an author, so we'll talk a little bit about that. But this is a literary city, the city of Chicago. We're talking about, uh, man, Gwendolyn Brooks, Lorraine Hansberry, Richard Wright, like so many people. And so I was talking with a friend in uh, one of the cafes here in Chicago. We started talking about the days of the book, the bookstores and the black books and all of that. And the idea of creating a book fair here in Chicago came about. So there's a background even to me as a person. So I just want to give you that first so you kind of understand who is this girl. And then we'll go into the book fair and, you know, what it's doing. So let's go to that. Look, I'll be learning how to work this. You can go right here and go. A Sidon, Brooklyn, author of the book, Eating Black Kids, 
founder of the Soulful Chicago Book Fair, has been a part of the literary industry for over 20 years. Her literary journey began as the manager of the Afrocentric Bookstore in downtown Chicago back in 1994. Asada relocated to New York City in 1997 and began the development of what would be Harlem, New York's only literary cafe at the time. Read My Mind Literary Cafe. Her desire and contribution to enhancing literacy shown best with the development of her own language arts curricula for the Boys and Girls Harbor After School Program from 2001 to 2008. While her literary cafe plans did not come to full fruition back then, her desire to make an impact in the literary industry never left her. In 2008, she helped edit, market, and produce the book, Align with the Divine, by Lady Crema. In 2009, Asada wrote her own book, Eating Black Kids, forging a crusade to end corporal punishment in America, starting with the black community. Asada has become the go-to person on the subject, having appeared on CNN. WABC TV here and now, Essence.com, the Amsterdam News, and New York Parenting Magazine, among many others. In 2015, Asada returned to Chicago with the sum total of the literary expertise. Bringing to life the Soulful Chicago Book Fair. On July 16, 2015, over 2,000 people attended this successful first-time event, which featured over 100 authors, literary agencies, musical and spoken word entertainment, and workshops. It was a launching pad for helping to highlight literacy and the African diasporic literary arts.
we might know how to write a book, that, but that doesn't mean we know how to market it, you know. And so one of the things I love to talk about when it comes to the evolution of the Social Chicago Book Fair, right, is um, the fact that Chicagoans are dynamic writers, right, and they are dynamic, a lot of things, musicians, so many people come out of the city, but they're not necessarily showmen. I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about. I'm from New York, and baby, 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 everything's shot. Well, it's the Apollo Theater or going to Broadway. We know how to put on a show, right? And so Chicagoans are not really going to do that. And so I said, I won't do that. And so it really was about making a stage for black writers because when you look at the arts in general, you don't really see writers supported in that way. You see dancers and you see uh, the visual arts or galleries and things like that. But when it comes to the writers, there's nothing to really herald our contribution to the planet. And the thing about the writers, when you look at the other arts, like if you're dancing, no shade on the dancing because you know I love to dance. But once the show is over, the show is over and you have a memory of that. But a book, Oh, baby, that's going to the future. That's going to the future. You can go and get it, read it. They can download it. Like, we are the people that write the narrative of the black experience. And so when it comes to, I never have the viewpoint, like, come support the authors. Why do you think about no support the authors? I'm talking about come and be a part of the people who write the story, the people who are procuring the future. Like, we are telling all of these different aspects of life, but through our lens, and so far too long, particularly in America, Europe, other people's lenses have been used to describe us, and we don't care about that. Not where we can create the stage for our own voice, right? So I want to just um, also give you sort of a sense of what we do, right? How has this emerged? So I'm going to share a little video with you so that you can see um what we've become, because it did start off as this book fair, right? And I was kind of like, I made the first book fair, and it was like, all right, cool. But then people started going, when's the next one? And I was like, what are you talking about? What? So I had to keep going. Like, I had to keep creating. And it, it wasn't just uh, the book fair we do outside. It started to be the Kwanzaa book fair and the, the uh Children's book fair. I'll show you a little bit about a little bit about um, in a minute. But let's take a look at the, the culmination of what this is because we have to create a not for profit because what we do is so not for profit that we have to create a not for profit organization um, because there was so much of the community involved and so much of that connection. So let's get an idea of what the father is talking about and. Um, we got a guest coming up that if without him, this none of this would have been possible. Oh, my God. So we'll talk about that in a minute, but let's take a look at this video. Because I just love it so. Don't cry, you hear me? Don't cry. Thank you. The Soulful Book Fair Foundation provides programs, training, and literary opportunities for black themed writers and 
socially relevant literature in black communities. Uh, it's also Book Fair Foundation, built on four pillars. Yeah. 
um, in a minute, I'm going to bring somebody on that without him. Ooh, I don't know what I would have been. Ooh, <laughs> because he just really, he, he made me stellar. He made the creation of the, of the Soulful Chicago Book Fair um, something huge, something that, you know, images and pictures say a thousand words. They say, well, yeah, I had it going on. Because there's no reason really to me that a little girl from New York should have been able to establish something this huge. And we're talking about the book fair goes four blocks, four blocks long. You know, it's like a one block is fiction writers, one block is nonfiction writers, one block is children's writers. And we have like a 32-foot stage that has Grammy-level um, entertainment. We've had Eric Roberson. We've had like a lot of male soul folks. And then we have a community stage where people from the community can get up and do open mics. I had one girl, she had a scarf on her head, right? Um, you know, just in this little slippers on outside. Talking about, I can do my poetry. When, I, when they come back to do out, I was like, yes, honey, you can do your poetry, right? It's there as long as it's clean. And, you know, there's a sense of, of, of celebration for even individuals. We're not talking about this. I'm not bringing just some, you know, celebrity authors and meet the block. No, everybody in the Soulful Chicago Book Fair is a star. That's how I feel about them. You you are getting celebrated. People say, can we share booths? I want to be in like two people at a booth. No, this is not a book flea market. We're not saying that. This is an opportunity for you to have a stage for you. They're going to learn you as an author and be able to see you on a regular basis. And so just love that. And I, and I think... I just want to kind of talk about some highlights. There's been a lot of highlights. I actually had to write them down a little bit, and I'll bring them up a little bit uh, later in the show. And I got it written down so I don't miss it. But this rippled into um, impacting a ton of other people, right? Um, so the Chicago Public Library actually asked me in 2018, I was, I was chilling there with a friend in the main library downtown, and um, somebody said, Asada. And I was like, who that? Who know me? Right? So there was a sister there, Michelle Carter. Hey. She basically was like, we want to do an African-American lit set here in the library. And since you're the founder of the Soul for Chicago Book Fair, we'd like to partner with you. So what was said basically was that we have the facility in the library but we don't have the connection to local black authors. And that was strong. And that made it so that I was able for the whole month of February to literally have our authors. They were all members. I have a membership program we're going to talk about shortly. But they were able to have their books displayed in glass with um, artifacts about the book and the little placard on there, like like a museum. We had big posters. See these in the background? <laughs> that was made by the by the library. We had those on easels for the different um, members. We got Third World Press, who was a member. Coochie Chagalia Press behind me with the children's books, and it was just stellar. And they had hanging from the ceiling five foot high collages of the book fair. I know they were five feet because they about my height. <laughs> Maybe a little bit taller. But, yeah, so they had them hanging from the ceiling, and it was like a promenade of, of the book fair. And they gave us like three, three to 4,000 square feet of space to do this. And, and then we have programming every 
week and we are we have themes and the author's got to speak and the late Eusini Perkins, he was a playwright. We love you. I'm gonna have a presentation in my in the front of my show, um, of the literary people who have trans who have gone on and Eusini Perkins is one of them. But basically he said to me, he said, I've never seen this in all my years. I've never seen this, where the public library has celebrated writers. And I think that that's just insanely fabulous, that we became that entity that brought that reality to life. And so I am going to bring on somebody who, he got a wind of my vision. Now, he got a wind of my vision from a brother who is another ancestor now, Baba Zoe. Boo, 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 boo. He was a black storyteller, uh, Lorenzo Young. And he got a, he loved the idea of the book here and was so supportive, right? And so, um, he said I needed to meet somebody. And boy, life is just so good. I couldn't sing that song. I didn't make it up. But anyway, this brother is so huge in the community because talk about telling stories. He records the stories. He archives the stories. And you saw that little pillar talking about the archiving and Owen Productions. Well, I have them in the studio. Let's bring them on. Look, look, movie boo. Let me tell you. He's in Africa right now. What's going on with <laughs> oh my God, having you here is like, oh my God, do you see us? Do you see the light? Do you see what's going on? So, um, you're in Africa right now, so I do thank you for coming on. And um, I miss you terribly. I'm like, why is he not here? But I understand why you're not here. But if you could just give the people a little bit about um, why you're here, like what was what was it about the Soulful Chicago Book Fair that made you attached to it in such a way? Well, being here in Africa, I think, is a good reference point because telling our stories is so important. The misconceptions and the distortions and stereotypes that have been told about us, which go back centuries, um, have really taken hold in a lot of people's minds. And I've always been a reader. My mother was a voracious reader, and I love to, uh, you know, just get into a nice story and tell a story uh, myself over time. And, uh, boy, I tell you, when I got a hold of the tools of being able to tell stories through video, it really just changed my life. And that was about 30 years before I met you, Asada. And just meeting you at that time, and just seeing the fact that you were going to be, as you said in your introduction, um, highlighting grassroots creators and writers. You know, the, all of these creative industries have been overshadowed by the commercial aspect of the industry. And that, that's fine. You know, it's good to make money. Everybody likes to have money in their pocket. But when you let that dominate your creative process, and it kind of distorts the whole thing. So I really like the fact that you were um, not only highlighting uh, local artists and writers, but also helping to uh, create a structure 
and a, and an institutionalized process where they could uh, network with each other, uh, learn from each other, tap into new technologies together. I mean, it was more than just, hey, here's some books and here's some writers. It was a whole movement, and, and it resonated with me right away. I just said, yeah, this is this is the kind of stuff I roll with, and I've been blessed to roll with, you know, throughout my uh, career. So. That's what I'm glad to see it's still going strong, you know. <laughs> I just, it just is amazing to me. And I'm going to tell y'all, the reason why I'm Zillow is the bomb. He's my favorite cameraman in the universe. It's because, you know, sometimes we need help, but we don't know exactly what kind of help we need. I'm gonna, I, I'll just say that. I don't, I don't always know how to ask for help, but when you get people, who can see your vision, and then they offer the help that they are a specialist in, you cannot pay for that. You cannot You cannot ask for that. Like, I don't, you know, and so when Amandigo said, I want a piece of this, I was like, oh, oh look, look, look. Oh, I think I'll go out the whole show. So um, it, it was the type of thing where he added an aspect to it that, could not have even thought through. So you're talking about we make commercials of our authors that, I mean, it's just, it just says getting, it puts me on a whole different level because they got to talk about their books, particular these commercials and the whole video that he would create. I mean, it's just, this is so much. Um, let me, let me show something. I'm going to show something that you made right now. Watch this, y'all. Let's just take a look at this real quick. Hey guys, how are you? It's Masada, founder of the Soulful Chicago Book Fair. Just to be with you again, and guess what time it is? It's time for the coming of the Soulful Chicago Kwanzaa Book Fair, December 16, this year, 2017. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's just an extension of what we do. We help to increase the literary marketplace for black authors. And how do we do it? Through a whole host of incredible events and literary opportunities. So, of course, we have our nonfiction authors. Thank you. 
Mama Nabusa Saba, who is a world-renowned storyteller, who will tell stories with musical companies for our children, but also in a way that us adults can love and enjoy. So her, in addition to great music, dancing, good food, and a whole lot of fun, we expect to see you at the Soulful Chicago Quantum Book Fair. December 16th, that's this year, 2017, at the AMC Center, right on 44th and State here in Chicago. We look forward to seeing you there, and Kabari Gani, Jumbo, it's fun to talk to you. What are your You cannot deny. You cannot deny. This is a bad boy right here. I'm a dealer. Looking at your own work. What did you just like? Well, that is. Uh, you know, the thing that I, I'm most impressed with, I mean, I, for me, I'm kind of, when it comes to, uh, you know, the work, I do tend to be somewhat of a perfectionist, so I cringe at every little thing that I think, oh, it could be better, that could be better, but... Just the fact that that was seven years ago. That was seven years ago, pre-pandemic and everything. And, I mean, we, and just looking at some of the images, just seeing our people looking so beautiful, so alert and ready, you know, that in and of itself is worth the price of admission. That's what I love. You know, that's why I like working with, um, creating people like yourself about it because you give me interesting things to point my camera at. And that's what turns me on, is that I can, you know, really capture these images that um, just you know, counterbalance everything that the oppressor is trying to say about us. Yeah. And you don't even have to say nothing. You just put the picture up there, and it's automatic. It's like, oh, wow, you know, they, so that's what's happening. Appreciate being able to uh, uh, do work on this level for causes and for efforts that I really care about. Man, 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 y'all, wait a minute. How can I be blessed to be sent this dude? I didn't have the creator has a master plan. What? Peace and happiness for all the land. Like, what are we talking about? I don't care what these fools are talking about. He's got a master True, and and we just have to listen, you guys. We have to listen, and we have to That's act. Right. Like, when you get up, look, look, I'm glad I got on glasses. I'll be like, why I got tears coming out of the whole time? Look, you have that 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, when the creator be sending you that messages, you just have to listen. And then act. Don't vacillate in your mind, should I do this or should I do that? Get out the way. And do this work because to be sent a brother like this right here, yo, this is Nate. You know, Amadillo, you really have helped. Uh, he helped raise the bar for how you're supposed to do this. A lot of people don't really, well, who got a commercial to promote the event like that? Like, you know, that really is not only documenting it all, but it's edited well. And, you know, Amadillo, tell them how to reach you. What you. Y'all want y'all with the video done? Come on, tell them how to reach. Come on. Well, you know, actually, I kind of deal with referrals. So gotcha. I tend to um, 
you have something you want to say, you want to call in, give feedback, ask questions, you can do a couple of things. One, if you're on YouTube, you can leave a comment there. You can type it there. If you're on Facebook, you can type a comment underneath the video there. Or you can call in. See that number going across? And you can come on through and say something out. I keep hearing some dingers. I don't know if that means that we have a call or not because I'm just kind of new to how this is going down. So I'm going to keep moving. And my, my the lovely Naima Latif is working in the background. Thank you so much. I think I'm, she taught me well because I think I'm doing all right because it's flowing. But, um, man, this uh, other highlights that I've had, we've been on, man, television and, and all, all kinds of, uh, what, what we got? Oh, the, the black, reading the black library. So the Gates is a, a artist here. One of the things he is, but he's a developer. He's made, uh, he gives incredible parties. He's created a museum of our uh, Frankie Knuckles collection. Uh, he procures our future. The Johnson Library, when they were closing, uh, they were going to throw out all the books in their library, and the Gates was like, no, 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 my brother, give them to me. They created this big library, and it's called Stony Island Arts Bank. And so to partner with the South Chicago Book Fair, what he did was he, he did something called Reading the Black Library, where my author would, it would be an author, and let's say the book was about uh, the movement. And you would choose a book in that library that talks about them and compare them with the author's book. Right. 
And I thought I was going to keep her. Like, because we were still kind of on lockdown. But the creator was like, you think you, what you doing? You think you're going to not work anymore, not do any more books for yourself? Are you guys what you think? And so um, I had to create something that would continue the work of um, the book fair was the day. So I knew it wasn't going to be Zoom. I'm not doing no book fair on no Zoom. We're not doing that. And I knew I needed it to be, like, three-dimensional. And so I was looking for, like, a renderer. You know how they do renderings for, um, for like, real estate? So I was looking for that. And then my brother hooked me up with another brother, my physical brother, my real brother, hooked me up with another brother who said, this is what you need. And when I saw that metaverse, oh, God, I was like, that's what I want. And so I worked to get that together with um, D-Lo, of course, helping me out, and it became a big thing. So let me just share that with you real quick because, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, this, look, look, it was just amazing. Let's take a look. Join us for the 2022 Virtual Soul to Chicago Book Fair. Meet the authors of Black Children's Books. This book is not appropriate for elementary school age. History books, books about wealth, spirituality, fiction, and more. Come to shops, be concerts, and network for six months. And do it all in our fully animated environment. This book is one that helps you remember the Launch with us February 12, 2022. Get your Mac and PCs ready to download the project link below. It will be here.
each office is encased in glass. What? So the metaphors can, you can create things that would be so hard in the real world. How much would it cost me to create these offices for our authors with glass encased wings? You know, they got the walls made out of glass. That would cost me a lot of money. But in the metaverse, it does not. And guess what? In the metaverse, you could come from wherever. You will be um, as far away as Zimbabwe, uh, in Brooklyn, New York. We all can convene and meet in seconds. And so I love the metaverse, and we're going to be doing events in the metaverse. I'm going to talk more about that a little later. But the, the beauty about that is that you eliminate constraints. You eliminate. I can't find a parking. It was a lot of traffic. It's none of that. I got a play tape or plane ticket. I got to get a hotel. No, we can come and do events in the metaverse and not have those constraints. There's an auditorium there. there uh, there's video capacity. We could do PowerPoint presentations, the whole nine yards. So when you talk about how are you going to fill the void created by the pandemic, right, it's almost like we didn't skip a beat because in 2022, we had the metaverse for our um, our interaction on the book fair level. And the thing about that, oh, man, man, we pulled in some big dogs, big dogs. We pulled in a – I think he's going to visit us a little later, but we're going to pull in a brother. Look, he, caught, he got me on Facebook talking about Titan, talking about, hey, i got to be a part of this. Talk about the metaverse, open Chicago metaverse. He's not going to be a part of this. I said, okay, what's up? So he was like, I'm from Japan. I said, okay, well, you from Japan or you in Japan? And he said, both. I was like, oh, oh, what are you doing? So because we were in the metaverse, he was able to be a part, have his book, do a book discussion. I mean, what? So us being able to expand our reach to the globe, is a thing. That's a huge thing. And so all we got to do now is get our people acclimated to the technological world. Um, we, I didn't see as many black folks in the metaverse that I wanted to see. But one of the, the problems is that we didn't have computers. People were like, can I do it on my phone? No. Can I do it? And it, it was like, wait a minute. People don't have computers. We need to handle that. So y'all stay tuned to our, our happenings because that word is out, and I think computers may be coming down the pipe. If you're tuned in to us, if you're connected, so y'all make sure you're around. But basically, there has been just so much. We After 2022, things started to open up, and it was like, okay, we, we don't have, we don't have the, the, um, the same constraints that we have. And so we could come back and, and create outside. And that's when the mammoth camp came, the mammoth, the planning of the of the big mammoth gamma, and that is uh, the book fair that took place August 6th, right? So I want to just show you a little piece of that, um, and then we'll go to the first book that is. Now, see, I hear people talking, but let's just go to this video real quick to see what's going on. <laughs> Matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to change that. I want to change that a little bit. I don't want to go to 2023 yet. I want to I kind of talk about another highlight before I go on. I have that choice. I can do that. So there's another book goddess out here in Chicago 
called Jerima Gore, and she deals with children's books. She has an organization called Burst Into Books, and we have such a lovely relationship. And she has emerged to do great things with Burst Into Books. But I had the honor and the opportunity to do a book fair with her. Hercules, Hercules. Let's just watch what that energy created. Hello, I'm Serena, CEO of Birth with the Book, and I'm Asada, the founder of the Soulful Chicago Book Fair. Birth with the Book is a lesbian organization geared for children ages six months and 13 years old. We provide family programming and workshops to help children build their reading and writing. And the Soulful Chicago Book Fair happens several times a year but helps to create literary programming that lovers of black literature can enjoy the world over. We have joined forces to bring you something special. Come and keep your eyes on books for black children of all ages. Meet over 50 authors and organizations, including children's authors, that write for and cater to our young ones. Purchase and be surrounded by over 50 titles that include images where our children see themselves. If they're early to win door prizes from DTLR for our 50 patrons and enter into our Timuel D. Black Candy Contest. Win a shopping spree from CTLR, otherwise known as Villa. You'll enjoy live performances, a DJ, great food, and more. So, I'm so excited, girl. It was so much fun. I love it. So, mark your calendar, Saturday, April 13th, 2019. It's going to be from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., you guys. At my school, Butler College Prep, on the corner of 104th and Maryland, 821 East 101st.
We can do anything we want to do, but what we do with the Soul Food Chicago book is make sure that, yeah, you wrote a book, you're going to get some stage. You're going to get promoted in the world. So I'm just really uh, supportive of that. So I want to take this time to bring on an author that I just met. And I just want to get a sense because, you know, when people are new to the arena, new to our environment, I just want to get a sense of them and who they are and give them a chance to tell the story. And so, uh-oh, let's bring on R.R. Hutchinson right now. What's up, brother? How are you doing? I love it, life. And yourself? Doing well, doing well. Good. So you were new to our Soul for Chicago Book Fair family. This was your first book fair this past December, correct? Yes, that was her 
and she did a lot of good work. She herself had a lot of people come, use the book fair as a destination location where people can come and experience getting your book. They never got it. They never got to buy it. You want to make it a destination location where they can come and experience a bunch of other things as well as you. And, yeah, it's more than like you just sitting there with no music and no energy just selling your book. So there's just so much that I have to tell. Um, check, check this out for a minute because – I was just really loving the fact that this happened. Uh, check this out. And on the book beat, the Soulful Chicago Book Fair will be virtual for the next six months. People worldwide will have the opportunity to purchase books by black authors, attend workshops, have poetry readings, watch concerts, and more, all from the safety and comfort of their home. Get the link on SoulfulChicagoBookFair.com. Did you have a great weekend, everybody. Ron Barron, ABC7 Eyewitness News. Boop, 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 boop. What? ABC? Get it, get it, get it? Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, people's recognition of the book fair and its power, um, yo, it runs the gamut. We really, really uh, work. I love marketing. Easy. I like it, I like it. And so just getting the word out about it. All it takes is the courage to be a part. And so speaking of that, there, there's something that is coming down the pipe. Uh, I did before, but it's time to do it again. And that's the creation of uh, our membership program. Why? Because let's roll as a, as a group and not individually. Um, you know how challenging it is to roll by yourself? Believe me, it's whack. You know, the one sometimes this book takes to feel like a one woman show. And um it's always better when you have a group doing it. But the, with the membership program I wanna make sure that I offer to you things that are gonna stimulate um your process as an author. Like I said, it's more than just at an event selling your books, which our next book fair will be in April, guys. Um, so just take that down. It might be like April twentieth, but um so put that in pencil. But yeah, more than that. What what can we offer you in the membership, um, the membership package? Being interviewed on here going forward, members, and I'm talking about full fledged interviews about what your book is about, how it impacts people, what was your journey, give you the light that media won't give us. I'm gonna tell you real quick. I'm not gonna name no names. But it's a, a well-known bookstore out here. It's not black, but they were all like wanting to meet about the book fair and all of that. So we met. This we then met thereafter after a book fair. And do you know they said to me, "We've been to your book fair. Not those are not those really aren't the books that we're interested in carrying." <laughs> More for me. Bow. That's your loss, you know what I'm saying? But we got to be clear that nobody cares if people don't support our story, but the book fair is going to support our stories. It's just what we're going to do. And so, um, like I said, this, this uh, road has had different challenges, similar to that, the fundraising. Um, like I said, I don't, fundraising is very challenging. I did get a great grant from DK uh, this past summer. So thank you, DK, if you don't know, is the Department of Cultural Affairs. 
That acronym is more than that, but it's our team that came in the property department in the city. So I just don't have that right now. But thank you, DK, for that. But fundraising part of this is sort of like I don't have a million dollars to make a commercial during, I don't know, the, the, the football league or wherever. Uh, I don't have a lot of money to do that, but I can do outreach, and you can do outreach, but the support. Yo, this book fair has been supported, not really by grants, but by individuals, people I call fiscal friends, and those people, man, mm, 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 mm. I don't care. Some people gave $20. Some people gave $100. Some people gave whatever they want, right? But that helps us so much, and people donate. And if you go to Soulful, soulfulbookfairfoundation.org, you can actually set up how, when you want to give donations, like every month, every once, once every month, every year, annually, whatever. You can go to the soulfulbookfairfoundation.org and do that. And um, it just helps when you do that. So I'm going to put, um, I think the website, go to the website also because the website, and I'll put that here at the bottom, the website gives you so much. It has the gallery of all of our events since 2016. It has the, um, if you want to donate, it, it has the explanation of what we are. It's just so much um, that we do, and people, I don't think they understand the magnitude of what we do. And so this really uh, helps set the tone for everything that is black and literary. And so what I'd like to do right now is make sure that you know the number to call in. That number is 727-731-5192. It's at the bottom of the screen. So call that number and you will be able to speak. Take your piece, give a, a shout out, or if you have a question for me, definitely let me know. Um, I'm going to, I think, hold on one second. You can actually put your comments if you want to type them, and you don't want them to, um, you don't want to be seen on camera, like you already got your hair wrapped on or something like that. You can type your comments under our Facebook page, like if you're on our page, underneath the video, you can type your comments there, and then they'll make sure that that gets to me. And then you can also put your comments underneath the video that's on YouTube. I can see that uh, some people are watching on YouTube. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So that's a great thing. I, I do want to take this time to give thanks, though, real quick to my girl, Naima Latif, with the female solution. If it wasn't for the female solution, I would not be here like this. Talking. She has an audience that comes and listens in from all over the world. She allows me to do the Soul Food Chicago book fair is great. She's always supported me. And always she was at the last book fair and she was just showing, like doing a podcast. We have kids doing a podcast and interviewing our authors. And so all of that to me is just awesome. I'm really thankful for that. And um, yeah, just going to keep it moving because of media entities. Okay. You have a caller, Asada. I want to show. Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, Brian Vickers, I believe, is on. Brian. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you fantastic show. I'm loving it, loving it. <laughs> nice. Yes, and I believe you've got a call on the line that has a comment. Brian Vickers, you there? Oh, uh, yes, uh, good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Uh, can you hear me? 
Yes, sir. I can hear you. Welcome. Okay. Okay. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I, 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 I looked up the uh, soulful uh, book fair, and it's on the, I just think it's on 61st and Everhart. Sometimes it is. Uh, last year, we had the honor of having it on the premises of Apostolic Church because they asked us, yo, how married are you to 61st? I was like, I don't know what's happened, so we moved it there. It was great. So sometimes it's not the secret. Who knows? Okay, okay. Uh, well, yeah, I would, I would certainly like to maybe participate. Okay, I would also like to find out a little bit more information about getting grants. I mean, too, because uh, that would uh, that would definitely help me in the things that I'm trying to do, uh, not just in terms of photography, but even uh, literary. Okay. Well, one of the things, and I'm going to pull up the image in a minute, one of the things that uh, we will be focusing on with our members is giving them grant information. Um, it, to me, if you're going to be a member of my, my pool, then I'm going to do what you do, and no, I've had the opportunity to and I'm going to make sure that you all have that as well. Okay, okay. If you could send that to me, uh, I'd really appreciate it. Sure, sure. If you all go, I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna put you know where the website is, but I'm gonna put it up on the screen. If you all go to the SoulfulChicagoBookFair.com and you're gonna see um, membership, and then you can read about it there. And there's even a membership form in the drop down. You can fill that out. Okay. Okay, SoulfulBookFair. Yeah, SoulfulChicagoBookFair. Don't forget that um, Chicago, SoulfulChicagoBookFair. Okay, right, and I, I even see a picture here of it uh, on, uh, on, on Facebook as well. Okay, cool. Get it in. Go ahead on it. Fill out that membership form and let's get it started. Okay. That's, that's thank you so much, Brian, for calling in. Okay. All right, thank you. All right, bye-bye. I think I heard another caller. Yes, you've got a couple of other callers. Uh, Seven seven three five eight zero. I'm sorry, I didn't hear your name. You had a comment? Seven seven. Yeah, seven seven three five eight zero. You can unmute. Do you have a comment? Unmute that mic. Hi, who is this? Hi. Hi. Hello. What's your name? Penny. Yes. How are you? Uh-oh, Penny Jack, Penny Jack, Penny Jack, Penny Jack. What's up, baby? <laughs> I, why is it I can hardly hear you? I'm not really sure why you can't hear me, but, you know. Okay. Go well, ahead. You know and what? Go ahead gonna, your thing. I'm, I can read it, and so I'll just keep going. Is that okay? Absolutely. Yep. I just wanted to share with the audience absolutely magnificent job you have done over the years, and I am so grateful to have been a part of this. As an educator, I realize, obviously, how important reading is to our children, and you have provided this space in which not only our children can benefit from the beauty of reading, but also their parents. 
And I just wanted to share just one thing about the metaverse. My granddaughter, uh, who's 10, she lives in Texas, and she had just moved to Texas. So I was missing her and crying. The metaverse, we met up, my granddaughter and I. We met up in the line. I think the metaverse, and I believe it was on Lake Michigan. We were in the boat, one of the many, many venues that you're able to visit with your your people. She and I got in a boat together, and we virtually traveled along. It looked like Lake Michigan to what looked like. I don't know, it looked like McCormick Place or something. And when I tell you she was she was just ecstatic. And so I just want to say to you and to everybody that's listening, please, please come out, support Asada at the Soulful Chicago Book Fair. Bring your family and let's do what we do. catch your name. Go right ahead. Unmute seven seven three four one. Yeah. Okay. 
do and all the lives that you continue to touch. Look, look, y'all, look at me with the tissue. Oh, God, these people, they want to make me cry today. What are we doing? Thank you, Sandra, so much. Tell them what your book is, baby. <laughs> My book is Personal Health Planner and Journal. It's a place where you not only keep your own personal health, but you also keep your family health history. And for those of you that are in the health field or that are patients, you'll see now that the emphasis now is in terms to making sure you know your family history. So, you know, my book, because Asada allowed me to come on our stage, was one of the first that was out there that actually addressed the importance of, you know, what your family health history is, as well as your own health history. Absolutely. So, her book, Look, she was the one in the Metaverse video talking about thanks for coming by my booth, and she was dancing like that in the um, animated body. So that's my girl, uh, Sharon. I mean, girl, Sharon. Stop it. Let me tell you something. When you go to the Metaverse right now, her book is one of those books in the office. She got her own office in there with her book. You can buy her books on the Metaverse. So like I said, go to Verbella.com, C-I-R-B-E-L-A.com. Download that world, and then when you get in there, go to the upper left-hand corner, which is go to, you go to downtown, and then you'll see Social Chicago Book Fair. So thank you, Sandra. Those words are heartwarming and make me cry. Oh, God, thank you so much. <laughs> That's one of my troops right there, buddy. Thank you. And, and the thing about it, guys, I did not know, Sandra, before the metaverse, in the metaverse, that I met Sandra. And so like she said, we joined at the hip. All of us have relationships. Let me tell you about her husband, right? Check him out. He said he used to go, he used to work at night or whatever. So let's say he get in at like midnight. He said he would go in the metaverse, go take a boat ride, go dance, do whatever. One time I was in the metaverse like 1 o'clock in the morning. And, like, you can see the people that are there. Like, you can see their names, right? So I was like, where he? I saw his name. I was like, there. So you can press the name of the person, and it'll take you right to them, right? I press his name so I can find him. He right next to me, like, in the in the cut on the side looking at me. I was like, yo, what you doing here? You know, it's so great. But, yeah, so. It just afforded us uh, an amazing uh, experience with each other. So, love you much, babe. Have a good one. Okay. And got another caller?
others. You've taken a bunch of kids to Africa. You've taught in schools back at home in Harlem, and you would enter the classroom and say, how are my scholars today? I mean, all of those things I have never forgotten. I've always been very proud, and I'm glad that God is using you on a platform that's worthy, worthy of his, his appreciation. So, ladies and gentlemen out there, thank you so much for celebrating my daughter as I celebrate her myself. God bless you all. Minister Mama. Minister Mama. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. Uh, I'm so glad I got pictures in the Lord. Thank and you, you, so you guys think she's very funny, you know. Even though she can be very serious, she is hilarious. But on a special <laughs> note, she she don't play. She don't play. She's serious. That that comical thing is to get people comfortable. But she's very serious. So God bless you, as I said, all and rates. Thank you, baby. Thank you, beautiful. Y'all hear her calling me Rachel. That's because she named me Rachel. If you look it up, it is me. I looked it up. It is me. And then Phil Coran out here, it means lioness. That was me, too. So I think that. But anyway, thanks, Mom. I appreciate you. You're welcome, baby. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we have somebody in the studio I want to bring on because this dude right here, check this out. Matter of fact, let's do this real quick. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs>
and I communicate my ideas. It's the way that I pass along what I'm thinking. Um, I also have enjoy meeting people who have read my stuff or who want to read my stuff. So um, it, it's, it's about the craft, I guess. I, I like what I do. I like to write it. Yes, and I'm doing it. Yes. And, 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 yeah, come on, why are you rolling with us, though? Like, why continue rolling with us? Um, yeah, energy is about it. I always want to be part of it, you know. You make things happen, you bring people together. And when people are around you, they want to uh, either talk or talk. Talk about the activity, talk about what we're doing. And I, I like being in that activity of you, of the electricity that you bring. Mm-hmm. And that's the good thing about being an artist. Um, you kind of can pick and choose who you want to associate with. And just, it, it's not, I, I'm not connected to any big, large thing. I'm just, a, I'm just an artist. And as an artist, I can, you know, go where I want, do what I want. And, and, and that's probably why I, I hang out with you. And it's a Chicago thing, you know. You, um, you bring people together who I have seen these same authors for 10, 15 years now at different locations, but I've known them through a side. Hey, yeah, I've been, I've been through a side of blah, 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 blah. Thanks. So that, that's one big, big reason. Another thing is, again, the love of the craft. Um, almost every artist I meet at Joyce Bank takes writing seriously. It's not like, well, we just here because, you know, uh, I put this book together and here it is to sale. Now, these are people who care about the, the craft and care about what they're doing. And largely, um, they care about being an artist. You know, these people take being a writer serious. So these are those that I've met. That's right. Um, well, I thank you, baby, for being here because, you know, when you are when you keep supporting, you, well, I just like that word. When you keep coming, that's what it feels like, though. It feels like supporting. It, it shows me. Okay, he believes in me, you know, and people might think I'm this and that, uh, but but that validation feels good. It's a validation, that's what it feels like. And it's like, okay, I'm doing something right because he's coming back. Oh, there's a coming back. Amita Mawali coming back. Like, you know, and that, for me, keeps me going. It means that something's going well. So I thank you so much for being a part.
on my show. And then also, there's going to be monthly features in our newsletter of our members as well. Metaverse, access to private meetings. Like, you can hold a meeting for your own self in the Metaverse if you're a member. You'll have access to rooms, conference rooms, meeting rooms. Um, again, you'll be on sale for a global audience with global exposure for your book. And then there'll be mentoring, right? Learning the industry. Learning just some industry tips. I've been in the game a minute, right? Since the late 90s. And I've acquired a lot of data, but not just that, a lot of connections in the industry. So workshops, um, being able to brand yourself through those workshops and so the actual mentoring. Sometimes when people do the book fairs, they don't even, what, setting up. I spend so much time helping folks set up properly so that they can sell more and not just have your books laying flat on the table where people can't see them. And then we're talking about markdowns, like discounts for events. I'm going to spend some time making sure that you get access to grant info because I have access to grant info. And so all of that and more will be a part of our membership uh, program. So basically, man, I mean, what else can I say? It's so much to say. And I do want to, you know, if you want to call in, let me get that back up for you. You can call in before we go because that is almost here. It's time to visit our website. I'm sorry, go ahead, Naima. Oh, I was about to say, as you were mentioning, Colleen, you got, you got another caller on the line. I know since he bought your book, Beating Black Kids, I know he wants to say a word to uh, Minister Plump. You can unmute. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Minister Plump. What's up? Away on Yacht Shalom, Grand Rising, and I swim lake them to you all. A family, it is indeed an honor, privilege, and a blessing. Minister Robert Floyd Plump from Chicago. Uh, yes. Uh, beating, uh, beating children, uh, beat, beating our kids, uh, you know, is not uh, something nice to do. And that's the book, too, that I bought from uh, Football Father. You uh, sure did. You got our book there. Thank you. And he bought my book. And I don't know if you had a chance to read it, brother, but you've been seeing me on the airway for quite a while talking about the book and, you know, uh, Seeing you in that at that event always helpful, always um, honors you yeah. because I know you're a community man, and the fact that you made it there was a good thing, and I look forward to seeing you there more in the future. Well, I really want to do a membership, uh, you know, drive and promoting uh, a Superstar Tuesday, starting officially today uh, in promoting unity in the community. And Sister Naima, you know, I got to do a collaboration with the Female Solution because you got the highest uh, 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 telephone number or a spiritual number on the planet Earth in the universe with 277 plus 23. That equals to 
said I, I, I sort of, uh, you know, being a co-author with Les Brown because, you know, we got so many uh, bestsellers, you know, as an entrepreneur. So, uh, you know, we're building G23, and uh, we're yeah. looking forward to doing a collaboration with you and Sister Naima and starting Sounds today Superstar Tuesday, promoting okay. unity in the community. God bless you. We All love right. you. Thank, Thank you. you. show today. 
but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Cunyon, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings.